Welcome to Alpha Coding Podcast, an all-access pass to medical coding and billing pro tips that help you start your week off smarter. And now, here is your host, Tony L. Holmes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Alpha Coding Podcast series. I am your host, Tony L. Holmes. Welcome to episode 33 of the podcast. Today is August 17th, and I want to give a huge shout out to all of our listeners. The download numbers have been really great, so thank you to everyone that has supported the podcast and continues to show up week after week on Alpha Monday. Today, we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, and I get a lot of questions about this topic, and that is my pro tips for producing a podcast. So I'm going to give you some great tips that are going to help you determine if this is the right fit for you and how to be successful as a podcaster. So before we dive into our topic, it's time for your Monday dose of positivity, the Mindset Monday tip. And it's brought to you by Clara. Clara is a holistic secure communication platform that specializes in telehealth and telemedicine. Take your practice virtual in a matter of minutes. Mention my code alpha coding for special pricing. Visit clara.com for more information. So our Mindset Monday tip is all about the importance of getting started. The quote I want to share with you says, you don't have to see the whole staircase just to take the first step. And that was by Dr. Martin Luther King. I truly believe that getting started is the most difficult part of any journey. There's so much uncertainty. You never know if that time investment that you're making, that financial investment that you're making is really going to be worth it. What is the outcome? So that is when it can be really discouraging. It can be really difficult just to even get started. But it's important that you push past that and really use that to achieve your desired outcome. Visualize what you want to achieve before you achieve it. I try to practice this every day with daily affirmations and saying thank you for things that I want before I get them because you're claiming it. You're telling the universe this is mine and you're going to manifest that outcome if you put the work and the time and you're committed to do so. So really get intentional about your desired outcome and remember the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. So today we're going to cover my top 10 pro tips for producing a podcast. I get questions all the time about where to start, how to begin, what tech you need, how to build a great show format, how to build an audience. I also get a lot of questions about can I make money from podcasting? Is it something I can do on the side as a side hustle? And I do want to preface everything that we're going to talk about today with podcasting is not a get rich quick scheme. It is very difficult to monetize your podcast. And if you're thinking that this is going to be an overnight process, then you are sadly mistaken. There is a saturation of podcasts in the market today. So it is highly competitive. And if you're not getting on average 10 to 50,000 downloads per week, it's very difficult to get sponsorships. So this brings me to my pro tip number one, understand the time commitment. It is a lot of time and work to produce a podcast. And I think a lot of folks don't realize that they think, oh, I'm going to start a podcast. And this is why you see so many podcasts that start and then fail because the people that are starting the podcast don't understand the time commitment. On average, it can take anywhere from 10 to 15 hours a week to produce the episode that you're listening to right now. There's so much work that goes into it, the content creation, the actual recording, the editing, the marketing, the engagement, all of this stuff takes a lot of time. So it's really important that you come into the process knowing this is a major time commitment. And depending on the frequency and 
the length of your show, it could be even more time. Pro tip number two, define your purpose and mission for the podcast. So it's really important that you are abundantly clear about what your mission is. What do you want to achieve? What is your purpose? What are you trying to share with your audience? It's very important that you are intentional about this in the beginning because everything has to align with your purpose and mission. When I started my podcast, it was for many reasons, but the core reason was to help people, especially the folks that are new to the industry, that don't know where to start, that don't understand how to navigate the profession, that don't understand how to leverage all of these different tools and resources. It really was to be able to share my insights. I get messages all the time about personal coaching and mentorship, and I'm one person. I can't mentor thousands of people, but what I can do is produce a podcast that shares a message that could potentially impact hundreds of thousands of people's lives. And that was really my purpose and mission when I started the podcast. Pro tip number three, define your target audience. Really think about and envision the type of person that is going to be listening to this podcast. Where are they going to be listening to it? When are they going to be listening to it? All of these are things you want to consider as you're in that creative brainstorming process of creating your podcast. Once you define who that target audience is, then you want to create content that speaks to this target audience. This is much like a company when they're creating all of their branding and their marketing materials. They're really laser focused on their target market, their target audience. And producing a podcast is no different. Pro tip number four, design your brand aesthetics. This is more important in the digital age than ever. And understand that branding is a complex process. It's not just a logo or a picture. It's really the overall impression that you leave. It's a combination of the color schemes that you use, your voice, your tagline, the graphics that you use, all of your personality, your reputation. This is what creates your branding. And you want to make sure that your branding aesthetics are consistent and really speak to your audience. So this takes some time. This is not an overnight process. It really takes a lot of thinking. You also want to come up with a very SEO friendly name. So you really want to think about the name and make sure that it's something that would be easily searchable by your target audience. Your logo, your cover art, your device art, all of these are things that have to be cohesive with your brand. And I think some of the best podcasts have intro and outro voiceovers that really add that extra touch to the podcast and the production value. So really think about your brand aesthetics and creating something that is cohesive with the message that you want to send. Pro tip number five, map out the show format. So this is where you want to think about, are you going to have a solo podcast? Are you going to have guests? Are you going to do a short format, a long format? What's going to work best with your target audience? You also want to think about the content that you're going to produce, the types of topics that you're going to cover. Really brain dump all of your ideas into a place where you can go back and reference and make updates as you have more ideas and get those creative juices flowing. It's also important to incorporate a call to action in every single episode. So something to continue the conversation to keep the listeners engaged. Pro tip number six, iron out the podcast logistics. So there's a lot of logistics that have to be determined before you can even put out an episode. It's not just take your phone out and record. There's a lot of things that you have to work out. Who is going to host your podcast? I use Anchor. Anchor is a free platform. It's really easy to use and you need to set up your RSS feed. This is a particular feed that connects all of your podcasts 
podcast episodes to different platforms. So all of that has to be set up. You do have to be a little bit tech savvy to get all of this set up. Then you wanna determine the recording software that you're gonna use, the editing software that you're gonna use to produce your podcast. I use Audacity. It's a great software, it's free, but it is really glitchy at times. And there is a bit of a learning curve. So you're gonna have to understand how to navigate the system and teach yourself and not be afraid to make mistakes because it's a lot of trial and error. There's also great websites like Fiverr where you can hire people to design your podcast art, your cover art. You can hire people to do your outro, your intro, voiceovers. So definitely leverage some of these tools. So really give that some thought. And then you'll also want to determine how often you're going to release new episodes. Consistency is key. This is why so many podcasts start and fail because they're not consistent. You want to give people consistency so that they know week after week you're going to show up just like your favorite episode on Netflix or your favorite episode on Hulu. So you want to make sure that you're consistent, you show up and never miss an episode. Pro tip number seven, sound quality is everything. I get this question all the time. Do I need to invest in a studio quality microphone? Yes. You want to produce a podcast that people actually want to listen to. And when there's a low quality mic or someone uses their phone, you can definitely tell the difference between that versus a studio quality microphone. So I think it's important that you invest in the tech. The microphone that I use is the Audio-Technica ATR2100. I think this microphone is great. I did a lot of research about microphones and this is one of the best and most cost-effective ones. I think it's non-negotiable to use a microphone because the quality of your sound is going to set you apart. Actually, Brian Cooey, who was on the last episode, episode 32, he talked to me about that in the beginning of my podcast. He said, hey, your format's great, your topics are great, but your sound quality is not exactly up to par. So I made some adjustments, made some tweaks. You also have to soundproof the room that you're going to record your episodes in. You don't want to record in a room that has no absorption, no carpet, because the sound quality is affected. So really think about what you want to listen to You want to make sure that you're editing out any gaps, any heavy breathing sounds, any bad echoes, because nobody wants to listen to that. So just make sure that your sound quality is on point. Pro tip number eight, prepare for a learning curve. In the beginning, it is really difficult. There's a lot of trial and error. You're going to make a lot of mistakes. I recorded about seven episodes before I actually created an episode that I felt was worthy of airing. And if you listen to some of my earlier episodes, they're terrible. The sound quality is terrible. I didn't know what I was doing. I edited too much. It was just not good. And I've also had some episodes where I've had guests on and their sound quality wasn't great. So there's going to be times where the episodes are not perfect. Be okay with that. Be okay with not being perfect. That is part of the process. We all struggle and we learn and we grow. That's what adds to the production value and be okay with failing. Be okay with not being perfect. I think that's what makes the listeners appreciate it that much more. And then people can see your progression and your growth and they can really see the production value increase over time. And just keep in mind that learning how to edit, learning how to record, learning about the sound quality is a process. 
Pro tip number nine, ongoing marketing is required. So you have to market your podcast. You have to tell people about it. You have to consistently post about it. You have to engage with followers. You have to engage with your audience. This is a full-time job. It's an ongoing commitment. And it's important because your branding, again, is your impression, but the marketing piece of it is actually promoting it, the process of promoting it. So you wanna make sure you've got social media platforms set up. You've got a place to continue the conversation conversation with your listeners. You're asking for ratings and reviews on iTunes. You have a website. All of this stuff is really important for the success of your podcast. Pro tip number 10, systematize the process. You have to build systems to streamline this process. It is not just a sit down and do it one time from start to finish thing. It takes time. There's a lot of trial and error. As I've said multiple times in this episode, it's a growth process. And over time, you're going to get faster and more efficient, but a big part of my success and consistency has been building systems. So now I know exactly what to expect from start to finish. So it starts with the brainstorming and the content creation, and then I set up my show notes, and then I actually record, and then the editing, and then the uploading, and then actually listening to it before I air it, making sure that I'm marketing and engaging with my followers. It's all about building systems. Once you have systems in place, the guesswork is taken out of it. And it's a lot easier to be consistent and show up week after week. So grab a pen and paper to summarize my top 10 pro tips for producing a podcast. Number one, understand the time commitment. Number two, define your purpose and mission for the podcast. Number three, define your target audience. Number four, design your brand aesthetics. Number five, map out the show format. Number six, iron out the podcast logistics. Number seven, sound quality is everything. Number eight, prepare for a learning curve. Number nine, ongoing marketing is required. Number 10, systematize the process. So it's time for this week's coding pro tip and it's brought to you by Contempo Coding, which is an on-demand educational resource provider created for coders by coders. They specialize in affordable coding certification prep courses to help you accelerate in your career. Right now, they're offering $100 off the Certified Risk Adjustment Coding Prep course when you order through our affiliate website. Visit our website alphacodingexperts.com and head over to the deals and discounts tab for a link to take advantage of this absolute steal of a deal. If you have a coding related question and would like it to be featured in one of our coding pro tips, please reach out to me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. So this week's coding pro tip comes to us from Colorado. Hi, Tony. Thanks for weighing in on the COC credential. I really appreciate your candid feedback. What is your opinion on the CPMA credential. And for the folks that don't know, the CPMA credential is the Certified Professional Medical Auditor credential. I do think that this is a great investment. I think that coding is slowly transitioning into more of an auditing role. And eventually there's going to be mostly AI doing the day-to-day coding and the need for auditors is going to skyrocket. I'm actually in the process of studying for my CPMA and will be testing in November. So I think it's a great investment of your time and money. And it's a credential that's going to be in high demand in the future. Please remember to hit that subscribe button now so you never miss another episode. Also, be sure to drop us a rating and review on iTunes. We really appreciate your support. So this concludes today's episode. Until next week, thank you for listening to the Alpha Coding Podcast. We'll see you next Monday. For more information about medical coding and billing pro tips, including how to hire alpha coding experts, follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, 
Facebook, YouTube, or visit our website at www.alphacodingexperts.com.